everybody, welcome to the Five Foots Podcast. We're talking about being an entrepreneur, multiple ways to make money for your family. I'm your host, Priest Gordon. I'm a retired engineer and full-time day trader. I started a company called Linwood Holdings. We buy properties in Colorado and also in Texas. Today, I got my buddy with me, Brian Henderson. We're going to talk about some day trading and also some real estate stuff. So I think you're going to really enjoy the show. How you doing, man? Doing great, man. How you been? Doing good. Doing good, man. Sitting back and just... uh. Excited for the show today. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. man. I, I love to share this information any chance I get, you know, especially with trading, but real estate, crypto, all of it. I just, I just like to pour out at value. Nice. So, all right. So tell everybody about yourself. Yeah, man. Um, so Brian Henderson, I'm a licensed real estate broker here in Colorado. Um, I am a virtual wholesaler in other states, Texas, like yourself. I know you do business down in Wichita Falls. Yep, so I've yep. been looking down there. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> Dallas, uh, Louisiana, Alabama, all along the whole kind of southern region. I am um, in IT, so I am an IT professional. I had a rich, rich career history with that. Had a telecommunications company at one point, um, providing customer service to Fortune 500 companies. Just over time, it just got a little demanding. So I started yeah. kind of pivoting and looking for other ways to, to be a provider for my family. Yeah. You know, so and that's what kind of led me into trading and into real estate and to some other things as well. So how long have you been doing real estate here in town? Um, real estate here in town, about a year, about a, about a year and a quarter, roughly. Um, I've been with two brokerages. I'm currently with HomeSmart down in Castle Rock. So mm-hmm. I live down there. So yeah. it's local. It's, it's a cool, cool office. Um, great mentor, uh, Luana Lindholm. She's, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's been a good shift. You yeah. know, I was with the brokerage here in downtown Denver, and it was just a whole different, mm-hmm. whole different market, you know, than, yeah. than down there in the suburbs. So if I figure, you know, I live down here, there's nothing but houses around me. Why yeah. not focus where I live at, where yeah. I know? So yeah. made that shift. It makes sense. I remember you telling me before how they really focus on the Zillow so much yeah. compared to going back and forth. So why'd you make that change on that one? I it's not my preferred business model. You know, I, I prefer relationship building, referral based kind of kind of business. Um, more so than a transactional. Yeah. You know, kind of turn and burn. You know, they come in. You have X amount of time to hop on the phone and talk to them and, and, and lock in an appointment <laughs> and then get there and then now you're trying to pitch them while you're there versus taking the time beforehand. And working with your client and making sure that when we do go and look at properties, we're finding one that that fits your criteria and one in an area you're going to enjoy and something that a place that you can see yourself being for for as long as you want to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, real estate in Colorado is just different. Man. I mean, you sit yeah, back and it's it just uh, that's why I prefer Texas, yeah. way cheaper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's just a different animal here. I agree. So tell me about how you got into trading. How I got into trading? Okay. Um, 2015, right? I moved to Colorado from Atlanta, okay? Jumped in the car. It was me and my two sons. I was a single dad at the time, right? Me and my two sons came out here in a coupe. So everything I could fit <laughs> in that car. So kids, computers, clothes, let's go, right? Drove across the country, and now I'm here. My uh, That's when I was in Colorado Springs. My neighbor, um, shout out to Stephen Gilmore. Ain't forget about you. Um, he told me about Forex, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pip, 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 pip. All I yeah. kept hearing is pips and pips. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I got into it, and uh, I got my head bust, man. Oh, yeah. I got knocked sideways, man. And I, I just didn't I didn't have the level of understanding mm-hmm. for the requirement of research like I do now. Yeah. Right? I just jumped in, and I'm just looking at the charts. Okay, it's looking like it's doing this. All right, well, it didn't do that, you know? Yeah. So I lost, you know, probably – 
$1,500 over the course of like two weeks. Yeah. And I was done with it, Mm -hmm. you know. But something kind of stuck in my head where if I could lose it, I could win it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just I'm just on the wrong side of these trades. How do I get on the right side of them, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And I took a break, and that's when I started cranking up my telecommunications company. It was Mm -hmm. remote. Um, It allowed me to be present with my my kids, with my boys, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, from there, I just, it was always on the peripheral, kind of like real estate, right? It was something I was always kind of dabbling in, always kind of picking up a little bit of knowledge about and and just wasn't really applying it, you know? Uh, Fast forward to November of 2020. When uh, I was working IT overnight, and I got laid off, mm. you know, um, my company we were doing uh, POS systems for uh, restaurants. Yeah. And when the pandemic happened, a lot yeah. of restaurants shut their doors. A lot didn't reopen their doors. Yeah. You know? yeah. So there wasn't a volume to require the overnight team. Mm. So now I'm in a situation where, what am I going to do? Yeah. Right. Like, do I want to go out there and do I want to get a job? I have skill sets where I can I can walk into somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Or am I going to focus on something I could do from here, something I'm in full control of in terms of income and support my family, you know? And trading kind of became a crutch, right? Mm -hmm. It was, you know, put a couple hundred in the game, trade for a week or two, pull out, you know, six, seven hundred, pay two bills with it, you know? It it just kept me going, but I wasn't fully leaning into it. Mm -hmm. It was more like a, all right, I'm going to keep, I'm just going to keep going, keep going, keep going, right? Yeah. so my wife and I, we own a hair salon, which is was the main source of income, mm-hmm. right? However, it was not enough to support everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I had to find something that brought in at least at least a piece of change yeah. to to handle what I needed to handle. So, and that's when I kind of started getting back into it. So it's been about two years. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's been a journey, man. Yeah, it's yeah. been a ride. So I tell you, man, that day trading is. Now, you talking about getting with Forex. I was the same way. I think it was back like 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. maybe 2006. I jumped into Forex. That was the first thing I learned about. Mm-hmm. No training, mm-hmm. nothing. One thing I had was this book about indicators. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, oh, and the global and the global news. Yeah. So all when the financial fundamental news came out, I knew what that was. So right. I was really big on fundamentals, but not really technical stuff. Right. right, the right. Same thing. Get your head knocked off. Just knocked like, off. then I'm like, ah, and same thing. Like, oh, this ain't for me. Right. And left it from there. Yep. And I tell myself now, I wish I would have kept trading. Yep. At least got some real training and going from there. But this was, I mean, the internet wasn't even going hard back then. This yeah. was just different. I mean, 2005, 2006, it was just different. But yeah. I tell you, man, trading can be a beautiful thing. I agree. If you just take your turn and really learn it, yep. it can do some fun stuff. You can. It really can. You can. So tell everybody about um, what do you prefer to trade? So I've been historically – strong pairs, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking Euro USD, uh, GJ as I like to call it, yeah. but, but Great British Pound, Great British Pound to Japanese yen. Um, some of the more some of the more obscure things, like Australian to New Zealand, every mm-hmm. now and again you catch a nice little spike, something like yeah. that. Uh, but recently over the past probably seven or eight months, I've been I've been honing in, mm-hmm. right? Like just like you say. Yeah. Only focus on two or three instruments, yep. right? Because yeah. everything has its own personality. Yeah. yeah, GJ is way different than Euro USD. Mm-hmm. It's gonna move different. It's gonna top different. It's gonna it's gonna automatic rally a little bit differently yeah. than 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 other instruments, right? Yeah. So lately, I've been focusing on gold, mm-hmm. 
uh, trading, I've been focusing on gold and GJ. Okay. So I have five that I watch, mm-hmm. right? I watch gold, I watch silver, I watch GJ, uh, Euro USD, and I watch Bitcoin, BTC yeah. USD. Yeah. But I really trade gold and uh, British pound yeah. and yen. Nice, nice. Yep. Uh, you know, I've been doing futures for the longest. Mm-hmm. And I started off doing Forex for a brief minute. Mm-hmm. Then uh, when I got back into trading, man, I got on those penny stocks hard. Me too. And think about <laughs> we were, oh, my God. I mean, the 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 risk that we were taking trading penny stocks. Mm-hmm. Now I think about, like, I can't believe I, I was do doing that. that. Like, yeah. I mean, 10 grand to trade yeah. overnight, you letting it rise so Let you can miss ride. the PDT stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. it was just this nuts and then went from penny stocks to doing um options yeah options, options was fun nice. yeah, it was funny nice. just that it had all the i mean the options is a smart man trading cuz there's mm-hmm. so many things the time decay strikes mm-hmm. everything else you got to deal with going yeah. from there yeah. and then i sat back and somebody introduced me to futures i was like oh man this is yeah. the win this yeah. is the win and then recently i love futures and i mean i teach that it's been kicking butt taking names but then about a month ago one of my mm-hmm. buddies who trades forex everything else US 30, put me on that down. Oh, man. But then the game changer was his broker. Okay. I had to trade with Oanda back in the day. So, right. of course, it was more expensive. Right, right. His broker's different. Really? It's 500 to 1 leverage. It, cha- it changed. What, what brokerage is it? It's called Hugo's, Hugo's Way. Way. Hugo's Way. Hugo's Way. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. Hugo's Way is fun. Yep. It's fun. It I'll tell you, man. So, so sit back and, and working on that kind of stuff, man. It's been fun. So, yeah. I have been... About the past three weeks, mm-hmm. and then uh, really last week, it really started hitting hard. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing a case study for February, but, man, I'm, I've been loving it. Yeah. Because it moves the same way that futures move, mm-hmm. except it's on Forex. Yep. So then I don't have to worry about um, the maintenance margin if I want to hold it overnight. So I can sit back, and I can do my algos. Yep. Uh, so it's yep. it's a whole can of worms yep. that I'm getting back into, and everybody my mentorship were going into it. And everyone's like, man, so – I think the difference we're seeing is is the the stop that you can have mm-hmm. with forex compared to futures. Yeah. And it's a big deal that. So you know normally your my forex trade, I mean my futures trades are very tight. Yeah. But these these forex trades are going to be give it a little space. Yeah. Yeah, and it works space. going from there. Yep. 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 So man. Yep. So I you think about the Euro USD. I Euro's pumping only because USD is pumping. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. that's what I love about Forex, too, is yeah. because when one thing happens, it mm-hmm. triggers three or four or five other instruments as peripherals, right? Yeah. So, for example, this last week, okay, oh. the, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. right, of last yeah. week, all the U.S. numbers started coming out, right? Yeah. Bullard, um, yeah. the St. Louis uh, Federal Reserve president, mm-hmm. Started talking about raising basis points yeah. and started raising yeah. interest rates. And he wants to go aggressive with yeah. it, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wants like 100 basis points by mm-hmm. the summer, right? When that happened, investors in the dollar started dumping. Yeah, yeah. And when that happened, gold started just yeah. going. Yes. Just going. Yes. So it's, it's one of those things where if you pay attention to one instrument, mm-hmm. you're going to miss moves on other ones, yeah. right? But yeah. also with that, Focus on what you trade, yeah, right? That's right? But understand that the movement of this particular instrument is going to affect movements of other ones as well and be looking for opportunities there too. Yeah, yeah. Monday and Tuesday were ugly because yeah. it was choppy because everybody was anticipating what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday, oh, it was on. It, <laughs> it was it. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I love it. And the thing I love about 
trading way we trade is mm-hmm. we can trade up or down. Up or down. And when you when you think about people who trade just regular stocks, mm-hmm. unless they can get shares to short, yeah, they are. When, when the market goes down, they're all just hating life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can trade up or down. Up or down. It doesn't matter. I mean, yep. you just want to move. Yeah. You just want to move and move smooth. Yep. Figure out what's going on. But when it's all choppy, you like, man, just pick a direction right. so we can just go from there. Something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah, but I mean, we think about that kind of stuff. So this week has been very interesting. Monday yeah. and Tuesday, it was still plays to be made. Yeah. Except it was just choppy. Yeah. And that's the thing that about Forex is cool is that you're saying the different pairs. Mm-hmm. So different things are going on in different countries. You sit back mm-hmm. and say, well, you know what? This one's over here. It's moving a little mm-hmm. bit. I got my signal off of this. You can take your pips off of that one and be good. And be good. And, you know, so it really works out nicely. Be good, there. Man. Yeah. Be good. So I, I like to trade primarily Tokyo and London session, mm-hmm. only because the time frame fits in my life. Right? Tell about what the time frame is. So Tokyo, Colorado time is going to be from uh, 4 p.m. until about midnight, mm-hmm. right? Our time. Mm-hmm. To- or London session is going to be from 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Our time. Okay. That's after work. Yep. That's after kids are in bed. That's right. after dinner. And that's before morning time, school, setups, and all that kind right. of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can carve out three or four hours in your evening, yeah, you can make a really decent profit margin mm-hmm. with a little bit of time yep. just, just being disciplined and knowing these are the times when I trade. Yes, right. You know? And the reason why, kind of going back to gold, the reason why I like gold is because the structure shows up so clean. Mm-hmm. Like cleaner than, cleaner than Great British Pound Yen, yeah. I would say, and even cleaner than Euro USD because there's other stuff that, yeah, that, that influence those, yeah. right? Um, and it's gold trades the heaviest in the London session. Mm-hmm. So when I'm up one two o'clock in the morning, yeah, the structure is just getting ready for me. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So and that's kind of one of the other reasons why I lean towards that as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the forex and futures, yep, you can trade all night. Yep, oh, all that, bro, night. that that thing, I tell you with. Doing um doing futures and everything else. We were looking at that. It gets to be about midnight. Mm-hmm. I've been noticing there's a move around midnight, yeah. and then uh, about four thirty to five. It's usually move around the there. Yep. yep. And then oh man, like between six and six thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's action. Mm-hmm. It's action. Oh, I'm talking yep. about six six thirty. Yep. I mean, oh, it's New York eight thirty. Yep. Oh man, you get you get a mean oh, move. Yeah. Yep. Now usually me, I'm riding my bike at that time. Mm-hmm. I've been looking at the chart, like you know what? Should I jump in? Should I wait? <laughs> now I got a rule now to where I normally I wait on the on the open. I always tell myself I wait on the volume because I normally yeah. trade between me is seven thirty. I try to make two trades and be done for the day. Basically, okay. now with with US thirty now has been different, yeah, because it moves throughout yeah. the morning, right? So I'll sit back. Sometimes I'll skip that opening thirty minutes of the market and I then just too. wait because yeah. that opening sometimes you don't know what's yeah sometimes you can get a good one. But more times than not, if you just wait, mm-hmm. take your second signal, the third signal, mm-hmm. it'd be nice. And it'd be, it'd be like an 8, 30, 9 o'clock move, and then yep. maybe a 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock move. Get your pips. You're done be going done. from there. Be done. I, I agree with that. I Just like you were saying about that 6, 7 o'clock, 6, yep. 30, that kind of window, yep. that's when I've seen my largest moves, the mm-hmm. most price divergence that I've noticed, you know, mm-hmm. as I've kind of locked in onto, you know, gold and, and, yeah. and GJ. Um, that's when I see those huge price divergences, mm-hmm. and that's when, like you say, get your pips and, and get out. Yeah, you know, because over trading is a thing. Man, over trading <laughs> will break you faster than uneducated training. Yeah, or trading. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can be wrong. You can be a rookie. Yeah, and get lucky a couple times. Yeah. and you know, you catch a spike, jump mm-hmm. in, cool. They ran up, 
I did great. I know how to do this, right? Yeah. Yeah. But over trading and then catch up trading, right? Yeah. Catch yeah, a loss yeah. or two. Okay, well, yeah. I lost on a 2.0 lot. I'll throw like a three and a half next time. Mm. And then, all right, oh, I lost a three. All right, I got to go throw a five and a half to catch up. Like, don't, mm. gotta catch you. Yeah. Gotta yeah. Catch yeah. And you lose and you're down and you reach your, for me, I'm at like a three and a half percent drawdown for yeah. the day. If yeah. I hit that, I'm, yeah. I'll just try again tomorrow, breathe, yeah. and then do a market analysis. Yeah. Figure out, why why did I lose these trades? You yeah. know, what what did I think that I saw that I didn't see? Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. just always go back and look over your trades, have a trading journal. Yep. Um and just evaluate your evaluate your performance. Yeah. So yep. I tell you mine, if I lose two trades, mm-hmm. yeah, sit, let's go yep. walk the dog. You know what I mean? See, I don't mind losing two. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind losing yeah. two. It just depends on how what well, depends on the move, mm-hmm. right? How tight are my stops or yeah. What's the overall trend? Maybe it's an overall downtrend, yeah. right? And I try to catch it on a pullback to go short, right? Yeah, yeah. But maybe the pullback is pulling back a little harder than I thought, yeah, right? Yeah. So if I jump in and get stopped out and jump in and get stopped out, the trend is still there. Mm-hmm. I just need to slow down mm-hmm. and just evaluate my entry point at that at, yeah. that, at that point, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and then ride it from there. Yeah. I tell you, you sit back and... Breathe a little bit, mm-hmm. reset. Mm-hmm. So I did the same thing. You sit back and look at the trade. Okay, why did I get? Why did I get in this trade? Yep. Should I have? Did I stick to my trading plan? Mm-hmm. Okay, sit back. Okay, focus on my signals. Yep. Wait on my next signal to come. Sit on your hands. Yep. Do wash the dish. Whatever yep. you gotta it's do. It's tempting, man. Yeah, sit. Watch what you gotta do. But then the next signal comes up. It's clean. Yep. Jump in there. Do what you gotta do. Yep. Now I've sat back, lost two trades around the open. Go chill out for like an hour. Then come back and make it all back to the mm-hmm. afternoon or whatever's going on from there. It's like, okay. But now I'm really focusing on – I sit back. I increase my position size. You scale and, in? Yep. I scale, I'm scaling. So I'm doing higher position size and smaller pips. Higher so position on the entry? Yeah. Or, okay. I mean, I'm just, just jumping in one, one level. Okay. So okay. we're looking at – instead of me going for 60 pips a day, mm-hmm. I'm looking at like 20 to 25. 20 strong. Yeah, something simple. Wait on my one signal, one trade. And be done. If I'm yep. getting to where I can do one trade, make my pips and be yep. done, yep. that's what I'm trying to be at. And, you know, what I love about Forex is that it's proportionate, right? Yeah. So the move is still going to be the move, whether you're trading a 0.25 lot or yeah. a 7.0 lot. Right. It's the same. Your position is the same. Yep. Your risk to reward ratio, depending on your account size, might be a little mm-hmm. different, right? Mm-hmm. But if you can be successful with a quarter lot, that same success is going to be there that's with a 5 right. That's right. 20 whatever. That's you know right. what I mean? That's so right. as your account grows, just like you were saying, you can come in with larger lot sizes mm-hmm. and you need smaller moves yeah. to make that chunk, you know, a profit. Yeah. So yeah. a strategy I've been working on is scaling into yeah. the trade, right? Yeah. So if I enter a trade at, uh, with gold, I'm, I'm trading two and three lots, mm-hmm. lot okay. sizes, right? So decent size, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm up seven, eight percent in that trade, right? So basically, maybe double my uh, risk, maybe yeah. one and a half to two of my risk, mm-hmm. I'll scale in, right? So if I got a 2.0 on a short and I'm up seven percent, I might uh, throw in a 0.75 lot. On so explain to everybody move. what you mean when you say scaling in. So, so scaling in is taking the one move that you're doing, mm-hmm. okay? So if you're playing a short, you get in at this price, and you're anticipating it to drop down to this price, okay? Mm-hmm. 10, 20 pips, like you were saying. Yeah. Scaling in is same move, 
you're in, let's say you wrote 12 pips, mm. throw another position in there. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, buy some more. Buy, buy more. Correct. Yep. Correct. Yep. yep. Enter another trade on that same price, start, on that same mm-hmm. price movement, right? Mm-hmm. And what you're going to do is here's what keeps your, uh, your losses low. Mind you, you're up, you know, six, seven percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your stop loss for your original entry, you're gonna move your stop yeah, loss right. to the entry of your of your new position. That's right. That way, if it does spin around and go back up or down, whichever way you're playing, mm-hmm. right? If it does divert from what you're anticipating, yeah. you're still seven, eight percent in profit. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just write it down and do that maybe two or three times as you're waiting for this original trade to hit your take profit point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can scale in three, four. I typically try to do two or three. Yeah. I don't. I don't go overboard, you know. Yeah. Um, but just scale in, and that's optimizing one move, so you don't have to trade more often. Just yeah. optimize the trades that you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's 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 beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. So. Hey, trading, trading is fun, man. People sit back. The thing I love about mm-hmm. it is, like you said, it gives you one. You can make money from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll tell you this, as an entrepreneur, you do on through business stuff and you have those ups and downs. Yeah. You're at those points where you sit back and say, man, should I go get a job? Go get a job. <laughs> but then you think to yourself, nah, because yeah. any wage that you calculate in your head, mm-hmm. if you day trade, mm-hmm. you like, I can just make that this morning. Mm-hmm. Like, any way, you yeah. sit back, oh, I'm going to get 50 bucks an hour somewhere. You're like, okay, 48 hours is 400 bucks. Yeah. Okay, you get in here like, all right, I made four points a day. Boom. You're done. You're like, yep. but I ain't have to go into a job. Yep. So it's just for me, if you just sit down mm-hmm. and focus, yep. stick to your signals, keep it nice and calm, do your trading plan, mm-hmm. understand what you're supposed to be doing, it works. It just works. Yep. yep. And take the time to learn. Mm-hmm. Invest in yourself. So it doesn't necessarily mean money, right? Because right. a lot That's of right. people who trading attracts them, mm-hmm. they're in positions where they may not have, you know, eight, ten, twenty thousand dollars to throw right. into a trading account to make those those large moves. That's right. right. But if you invest the knowledge, if you take the time and learn about price divergences and mm-hmm. what the different indicators are indicating. That's right. right. That's right. Um, learn about price action and, 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 and Wyckoff distribution and accumulation patterns and all these different concepts, right? Mm-hmm. You can kind of put them together in your mind and formulate your own trading strategy. Yep. Trading is personal. That's right. You yes. and I, we both trade, but we don't, I don't know how you trade, yep. but but I'm willing to bet there's some differences in yep. what we do, right? Yep. Everybody trades just a little different. That's right. right? That's right. So you can take all the different pieces of what you're learning and formulate your own strategy, mm-hmm. a profitable strategy that works for you. I'm an aggressive trader. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not here to play around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if it's there to be gotten, I want to get it. Yeah. You know? Um, but with that, I, my losses are large. Yeah. You know, yeah. the wins are, wins are decent size, but the losses are large because I set that, that, that wide stop loss mm-hmm. to account for some of that, some of that pullback yeah. and some of that kind of, um, uh, counterbalance movement that, yeah. that, you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to yeah. happen. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it goes. Come, you, you really got to figure out your own style. Yeah. Now, so many times, like I'm sitting back and I'm learning how, I'm a day trader. Mm-hmm. I sit back, and I, I guess people will call me a scalper. Yeah, me too. But, but you sit back. I just like my quick moves, yep. getting here. I'm going to sleep in all cash, mm-hmm. going from there. Now, with Forex and using MT4. Yeah, I use MT4. Yeah, yeah I sit back. I'm going to sit back and set up a second account, mm-hmm. and that one's going to be a swing trading account. Yeah. I'm going to sit back and look at the daily chart, yep. get my signals on a daily, 
and cross her, just let her ride and go yep. from there. But that could be completely different. Yep. And I used to do it back in the days, but like I said, the broker changes the thing. When it, with a different broker, I couldn't use the same kind of stop. Right. Now it's much more affordable for me to use the kind of stop I want, and you just wait on your signal. Yep. And then your signal hits. I mean, you're going to hit 80%, yep. and you give a big enough stop on it. Just let it ride. Just let it ride. Let it ride and work ride so way. I am looking forward to getting all this set up, having that going. But when it comes to day trading, man, I really – I feel like everyone should learn how to trade. Now, some people don't have the mentality for it. That's true. Some people truthfully are, are gamblers. Yeah. And you gotta watch. Yeah, you gotta yeah, watch yeah. those. I mean, even I mean, even us learning how to trade. It was a game. You'll, you'll spend a lot of bread learning how to trade. It's tuition, man. Yeah, it's yeah tuition. That's the market That's tuition. Is, you know yeah. what I mean? Now I tell you something. We always learn was that you may first start off. Somebody has like twenty five thousand dollars, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to trade. Mm-hmm. Then they'll sit back and go through that whole twenty five thousand, mm-hmm. learning how to trade, mm-hmm. and now they're broke. Yep. But they know how they to know trade. How to do it. Yeah. But they yeah. just need some more cash right. to really get it all lined up, kind of right. going from there. So that's yeah. the tough part. But once you really figure it out, and I think that for me, it's trading larger. Yeah. The reason I say this is because I think for so many people, they sit back and say, okay, man, I want to make X number of dollars a day. And that's mm-hmm. really tough, mm-hmm. especially if you're only making $100, $200. Mm-hmm. Your mind tells you it's not enough. So therefore, you will overtrade. Fun fact. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to what you're saying, but $273 a day is yeah. all you need to make $100,000 a year. That's right. $273 a day. Yeah. So, and that's seven days a week. So, if you minus two days, you might be at like three, 315 yep. a day. Yep. $100,000 a year. Yeah. You know, yep. and that's, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that's so cool. So, yeah. training's powerful, man. Oh, yeah, it definitely powerful. is. My number is 417. Daily? So, yep. Yeah. So, when I was in corporate, that was my number. Right. That, that, that was my salary for the day, $417. So, me, I get that 417 That's why if you look at my Instagram feed and it says trades, you'll see 400 bucks right. all the way through. Okay. All the way through. Okay. Yeah, but look at that. It's, it's uh, okay. I'd say that. So, but now, of course, I'm getting back to my $1,000 a day. That's yeah. that's my main, that's, that's that's my main flow. Yep. It's hitting the grand a day. Go from there and let it ride. But you sit back and think about and my grandfather knew how you could trade and make money. It's it like you're a magician. Yep. I mean, you sit back. It's really hard to explain to somebody that I just wake up, I work out, mm-hmm. get the kids ready for school, mm-hmm. I go downstairs, I click a couple of on my computer, and I make some money, yep. and then I'm washing dishes, washing the dog, do what I got to do going from yep. there. Yep. I didn't have to go into the office. I, yep. It's just, just looking at charts, yep. and it's wild. But, you know, kind of like back to your point, trading is not for everyone. Yeah. Right, just like entrepreneurship is not for everyone. That's right. There's some That's people right. who need that structure, who That's need right. that 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 task guidance. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas more abstract kind of entrepreneur thinkers, we're some we yeah. we figure it out. Yes, right. Right. So when you have that and you understand that you're the CEO of your own life, you're the right. CFO of That's your own right. life. That's right? right. So when you learn these different strategies and these different ways to bring in income, whether it's trading, whether it's real estate, whether it's, you know, spot crypto purchase, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, you're acquiring skills and you're enhancing your business, which is yourself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I love it, man. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's, it's powerful. And, you know, I I definitely do have to give a shout out to uh, my brother, Giovanni out in uh, California. So, I introduced him to Forex, right? Now, this was probably like a year, year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I introduced him to Forex, and this is when I was still kind of using indicators a little bit, still mm-hmm. kind of learning about price action and, and, and all 
these different things, and he took it and just ran with it. Nice. He's a very data-minded person. Okay. And he heightened my level of technical analysis mm-hmm. understanding. He brought a lot of con like Wyckoff, yeah, right? Yeah. And understanding pullbacks and, and automatic rallies and, and, and accumulation patterns and distribution patterns and yeah. what those things mean for what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Indicators tell you what has happened. That's right. Right? They're no there's no leading indicators. They're all just a yeah. record of what just happened. That's Whereas right. when you can understand price action. You know mm-hmm. what's about yeah, to that's happen. Right. You that's know what right. I mean? So I uh, definitely, definitely want to give him some credit for, for kind of shifting the way I viewed the charts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. i tell you, it's different. And the cool thing I realized is that I've been trading for over 10 years. Okay. But you sit back and, and you can learn something new. You sit back. So my buddy Mike, Mike is a monster trader. Like, yeah. Mike, Mike will make 30, 40 grand a day. Like, he's on some monster that's type time. That's Always been like that. Just, mm-hmm. he gets bored. Mm-hmm. He gets bored, does different stuff. So I sit back. We're talking all day. He says, yeah, man, you should check out the Forex again. Mm-hmm. Got back on there. He showed me his broker, mm-hmm. US 30. I was like, oh, my God. So this the US 30 chart yeah. is almost the same chart as ES. Okay. I mean, they, they they mirror each other. I mean, sometimes they diverge. But every now and then, I say they mirror each other. Right. But the difference is is that it's Forex. Yeah. So you got – it's, yeah. it's just, you it's got the bigger, you got the bigger, the bigger stops, mm-hmm. the different moves. Mm-hmm. You say you don't have to worry about the overnight maintenance margin. Yep. All it's just all the different stuff to it. Then you couple that with using his broker, it just changed the game for me. So I was yep. sitting back like, I can still trade my same chart, mm-hmm. but at the same time, but I got a bigger stop now. And then, oh man, more leverage. Yeah. So I sit back and so doing that, and then the other day we sat back and traded. He's like, dude, you made twenty five hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah. He's yeah, like, bro. Sure. He's like, bro, you own them. Like, yeah, yep. just just getting yep. back, getting back, and my case studies going from there. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping to finish this month very strongly. Same. <laughs> to say Same. that, Same. and then go from there and sit back and just ride. But yep. really looking at for I love it. Now I, I'm getting people all the time about the crypto stuff because oh, I said yeah. I used to trade crypto. You when it was popping, yeah. Before everybody else got on it, right. I was on it. So right. Tell everybody your take on it. I love crypto. Yeah, I absolutely loved. My wife gets upset with me because I talk about crypto. All the time. <laughs> I have my kids <laughs> learning about crypto and, and NFTs and that whole space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Only because, kind of like what we're saying about Forex. Yeah. It's it's all currency, right? Yeah. And the closer you are to the money, yeah. the less you need for it to be worth something. Yeah, to you. Right. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the, if you can get right up on it, close to it, just like Forex, you're yep. trading currency, right? Yep. Crypto is the same way. Yeah. Right? Um, crypto really, really opened my eyes. I was, so remember I started trading in 15, Forex, yep. got, got knocked around a little yep. bit, stopped doing that, right? 17, 18, I got back into trading uh, crypto futures, mm-hmm. right? And I was dabbling. You know, because there's not there's not too many funded accounts yeah. with crypto because it's so volatile. Right? Yeah, yeah. So this is with my own money, um, and lost a lot. Oh yeah, made a lot. Yeah, but lost a lot too. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those things where I was at dinner with um, with my wife and uh, some of some of our friends, right? And as I'm sitting at the table, just like we're sitting here now, over the course of one meal, I made like nineteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm, it wasn't intrusive. It was a quick, you know, boom, boom. All right, cool. You know, and talking and then, yeah. then I get an alert, take profit hit. Oh, great, cool. Nice. You know, nice. I get another alert. Okay, position entered. You know, things like that. Yeah. 
and it really, from a trading perspective, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's volatile. So yeah. you have to definitely manage your trades or do extensive research on what you're about to trade beforehand to set up those decent yeah. stop losses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. From a social and kind of larger scale standpoint, crypto is the future, man. Yeah. Crypto is yeah. the yeah. future. Now, the that's color. the point. That's the point right there that so many people don't think about. So mm-hmm. when we first got into crypto back in the days, now mm-hmm. I passed on Bitcoin. It was seven cents. I got my corporate bonus. The whole crew did. I got an email about this Bitcoin thing. I'm an engineer. Right. I don't need to do all that right. kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, really. Yeah. So passed on that. Fast forward, I had left engineering and went to finance. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who, uh, Ugo, the guy who I was taking over his uh, his asset, he said back he was sports gambling. So I was like, bro, how about you just learn how to trade so we would get to work at 7 a.m. and just trade together and really That's going cool. from there. Yeah. But he has a buddy mm-hmm. who worked for IBM, okay. and his job was yeah his yeah. job was to fly the world and meet developers of crypto. That's okay. his job. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, yeah. so when you do that though, you yeah. meeting developers, yep. and they like, hey, if you give me a hundred grand, you can get some tokens, yep. isn't that? So Ian, Ian ended up leaving his particular role and just started doing this full time. Mm-hmm. So we had insider. Yeah. Oh man, I, it yeah. was a Sunday morning. I never forget. It was a Sunday morning. And he says, hey, man, it's this stuff called XRP named Ripple. And you check this out. It was two and a half cents. I'm deep in Ripple. Yeah. Yeah. I'm deep in yeah. It's, I love that. So it was it was two and a half cents. We had to wire. This is early days. We had mm-hmm. to wire money to a bank in London. Mm-hmm. And then that one bank was was the, the holder. Mm-hmm. And you could transfer the money from them and then buy, buy XRP right. going from right, there. Right, right. Oh, man. We're beating that up. And then um, I was in a, a XRP like discord chat mm-hmm. and a guy was like hey the stuff called ada cardano is pretty strong too yep. that was that was three cents yep and we jumped in that one hard and then trx got one that one like two and a half so we got, right yeah we got in all those like super super early yep. and i tell you when i got the thing about corporate that really killed me mm-hmm. i was in a meeting right well i finna go to a meeting i was up like 19 grand in trx yeah and yeah. i was like i gotta go to this meeting yeah Closed the trade out, mm. went to this meeting, and it went up like another 10. Oh, you know how salty? Yeah. How salty? You're in corporate, yeah. and you missed out on yeah. 10 grand for a boring meeting. I'm going to tell you this, man. You want to talk about salty. So in 2013, I was, uh, I was in Bitcoin heavy, mm. like real heavy, yeah. to the point where I was. This was when Bitcoin was around, I don't know, maybe. I think at the end of thirteen, it was around about two or three hundred a pop. Yeah, you know, in the it had dropped because it it went up, it went up to like eleven something. Then yeah. it came back and down. It came back yeah. down. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. And uh, it might have been like around four hundred. And I had about twenty five hundred dollars in Ripple, right? So it's about five or six solid yeah. bitcoins, maybe six and a half, seven something like yeah. that, right? Never spent it. Yeah, and I had an iPhone four that oh. was given to me by my sister. Right, because I didn't have a phone at the time, so I'm doing, I'm, I'm buying Bitcoin yeah. with a what's it, blockchain wallet, I want to say, um, or block wallet or something like that. And uh, iPhone four, got a new phone, no access to the wallet, don't know my passphrase, don't yeah, know my password, yeah. I got my wallet address. I've been trying for the last yeah. almost ten years to get back yeah. in there, right? Yeah, I don't have access to it. Mm. So somewhere right now. Yeah. There's about let's see if it's if it's 
about forty thousand. Yeah. There's about a quarter million dollars sitting yeah. a Bitcoin yeah. of mine. Yeah. That I can't touch. Yeah. Man. And I'm every day I think about it. I just yeah. <laughs> shrivel up. I'm yeah. so salty, man. I tell you, bro. So, so I was there's an article in the news the other day about that, mm-hmm. and it talked about all the people who have. Ago. It was a guy who um he was gifted. Was it like a hundred of them? Hundred and fifty from Bitcoin Faucet, like that website. Yeah. That he was, he was gifted back in the days, and now he has two more. He has two more attempts at his password before it's done. Before it's done. Yep. So some people have contacted him about doing some gangster nano type yeah, stuff, yeah, taking yeah. The, the the silicone chip apart. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. So there's so many people. I mean, when I, my buddy West, he was on a previous episode. West mm-hmm. is the same way, like. Mm-hmm. He has XRP from back in the days. Mm. I mean, so it just, it's it just wild when you think about that, keep man. Keep track of your but, stuff, man. Yeah. Keep your passphrases. It's 12 letters. It's right. This is 12 letters. Keep them somewhere safe. Yeah. If you got to write them down and put them in a fire like a lockbox, yeah. keep it. Yeah. You know? So always, always maintain access to your wallets. And lean into cold storage. Yeah. Right? So yeah. for those who don't know, cold storage, when, when your money's on an exchange, Right, something like Coinbase or uh, Crypto.com or any of these yeah. apps, right? Mm-hmm. They're kind of susceptible to. Yeah. They're only as secure as that app security. That's right. Right now, when you have a cold storage, you're basically moving on to like a USB drive. That's right. Or like a little thumb drive or a little chip or whatever you want to use as mm-hmm. that storage, right? Yeah. And and that way, you're the only person that has that. You physically have that. So mm-hmm. if they don't physically have that, they cannot access your assets, or you also cannot lose your assets. That's right. Right. So lean into code. Lean into code storage. Yeah. Right? yeah. I try to tell everybody that. So. Yeah. I tell you, man, when it comes to trading Bitcoin, though, it is, it's different. So, I tell people if I'm comparing all the assets, mm-hmm. that one doesn't make the most money, because of now if you're getting into futures. Well, they say if you do have a leveraged account, Leverage, then that, yeah. that changes the game for yeah. But back in the days, you just trade and just straight, Shot, just straight. Prices, yeah, yeah, then that's not, you're not going to hit the same way. But yeah. as soon as you add leverage to it in futures, then it changes the changes game with all everything. that. You know what I mean? Going from there. But I tell people all the time, I said, man, you really have to learn how to trade. Yeah. If you know how to understand your signals and going back and forth, mm-hmm. you can trade anything. Anything. It depends on what you like. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's yep. the cool part, like you said, about being a trader is, we all have different things we like, yeah. different styles of trading. Yeah. Some people are swing trade. Some people are like, you know what? I'm at home all day. I got the time. Other people are like, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at the trade once a week. Yep. That kind of trading thing. Trading on so, four-hour charts yeah, or one-hour charts. They're doing that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So it just, it's different when you really think about it. You know what I mean? So I just love how we can all be traders. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in the end, if people learn this skill set, I'll tell my cousin, he's 19. I said, mm-hmm. man, listen. If you just learn how to trade mm-hmm. at 19 years mm-hmm. old, change your whole life. That's a, your entire life. I yep. said, you may spend four to five years fumbling, but you're not because I'm going to help you. Right. Exactly. I said, bro, yep. it's game over. Mm-hmm. I said, game over. I mean, you can sit back here in college right now. You can sit back and just learn how to do basic, simple stuff. Simple. And over the course of a year, like, hey, you know, I make 100 bucks a day, bro. That's going to add Dude, up. Math. That's yeah. going to add up. And then you sit back and say, now, nah, you know, I got a fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 account mm-hmm. I can do this with. Mm-hmm. And that just that's year one. Yep. And by year three, junior year, you're like, bro, I'm making like five grand a day sitting in class. Yep. Like, why yep. am I going why to class? Going to you class? know what I mean? Like, yep. Tim Sykes, yep. the scumbag that he is, talked about 
how he missed his college graduation because of a trade. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think he made like 10 grand a day. It was like, you know what? I'm late, but it is what it is. I'm all right. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you think about that kind of stuff, man, and just yeah. day trading can really change your life if you take the time to learn it. Yeah, definitely. And and kind of like to your point, once you understand technical analysis, mm-hmm. it's applicable on any chart. So yeah, whether right. you're looking at Forex charts mm-hmm. or crypto charts or or stocks even. I don't yeah. play too many stocks. Yeah. They're a little yeah. slow for me. Yeah. But but it's the same concept, same mm-hmm. price divergence, the same movement, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can read one, you can read anything. So yeah. as you go through, and like we were talking about, it's you're going to pay some tuition. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. But as you're going through and figuring out where you fit in into the trading world, what instruments you like, what times you like to trade, and those yeah. types of things, yeah. you're picking up this analysis, these these analysis skills yeah. along the way. And once yeah. you hone in on what you like, now you have all this knowledge and just apply it right there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So indicators are uh, – it was how I started. Yeah. You know, um, Bollinger Bands were, were big for me. <laughs> you yeah, know? bro. So for those who don't know, Bollinger Bands, there's a mean price in the middle, right? And you got, there's three lines. You got you got the mean in the middle, and then you have the upper and lower uh, deviations, right? Yeah. Usually they're about 2.5, Yeah, you know, from the mean. Yeah. So 90% of price action happens within that window of those outer two mm-hmm. uh, bands, Right. Yeah. So if you're just watching this, then you're just catching it as it's bouncing. If yep. it if it spikes way below the lower, you know it's going to come back up. Right. It's going to revert back to the mean. That's right. right. Um, and that's on a very basic level. Yeah. You know, but as time goes on, you learn more complex things. Like now, again, my brother Giovanni yeah. showed me about uh, pitchforks. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And setting up pitchforks and and shifts and modified shift pitchforks and, yeah. and being able to see. Kind of like a Fibonacci retracement, yeah. you can see your levels, mm-hmm. right? So when it hits this point, it's either going to gap through or yeah. it's going to find resistance and go back down or go yeah. back up or whatever mm-hmm. way it's moving, you know? Yeah. So just really, really honing those skills and take take it slow. Yeah. Like, take yeah. time. Trading is not going to yeah. get you rich overnight, you know? I'm not a guru. I'm not yeah. a multi-million dollar trader right. guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just a regular guy that, yeah. that learned a skill set, yeah, you know, right. that can bring at least some consistent – Decent income. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's a, and that's the thing about trading gets people is that now I that's what fact some people should not learn how to trade. Yeah. If you know how to trade and you have a buddy around you who is a gambler mm-hmm. or really cocky person, mm-hmm. don't introduce them to trading. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Because it will ruin their life. Yeah. Like completely. Yeah. Yep. You sit back, I met a guy, this kid who was now on Discord, he changes his handle like every other week. So mm-hmm. I don't really know his name all the time. Right, right. But he was told me that he had lost like eighty grand so far, and he was like, and I was like, how much did he win? Huh? Right? How much? No, not at all. I mean, like oh. this is the part though. He's an engineer, is just burning his whole salary oh, doing man. that way. But then he told me that I was like, how about you just make a hundred bucks a day? Yeah, but I can make five. I said, have you? Have you? Yeah. I said, just make a hundred bucks a day, bro, and just build that thing up going from there. Yep. And in the end, man, like it just some people, they're. Their goals are different. I yeah. want a Lambo. I want a Lambo. Why? Yeah. Like, do you even have a home yet? Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, what is this doing for you? Sit back, make a sustainable income from trading, and then learn how to go from there. High you know what scale. I mean? Yeah, really yeah. high scale. That's why I think that this year is different. Yeah. I feel like my whole crew, everybody is kind of getting locked in. Like, mm-hmm. all right, simplify some things yeah. and just be systematic. Yeah. And, yep. and everything's going to change going from yep. there. I mean, we all traded before, did that different stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like this year, 
Everybody's getting clicked in. Like, you know what? If I just do this yep. consistently, consistently, yep. you know what I mean? And then something else I realized too, is that looking at uh, some other traders, they took about three to four months and just left it all in the account and yeah. just built that yeah. account up. Yep. You built that account up for about four months. Yep. It's a game changer. After Especially that. if it's a funded account, because yep. now you have a buffer for your losses. Yep. Right. Um, so with some funded accounts, there's like a 5% drawdown, then you lose the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, right now, I'm working on a 100K trading yeah. account, man. So yeah. I'm actively trading on for 50, yeah. right? Uh, 50,000 funded, but I'm working on getting that 100. So I should yeah. I should be able to lock that in probably by, if not Friday of next week, then Monday, Tuesday of the following week. Yeah. You know, yeah. so then I'll be trading with $100,000 funded. Yeah. Now, if we look at simple, simple percentages. Mm-hmm. 10% a month. Yep. That's $10,000 a month, right? Yep. Three, two to 3% a day is two to $3,000 a day, yep. right? So if you can do that, maybe two or three days out the week, you don't kind of trade every day. I like trading every yeah, day. Yep, I like getting yeah. to it whenever I, I well, I'm going to look at the charts every day. Yeah. I may or may not trade depending on the setup and, you know, how things are yep. moving. Yeah. But um, I'm always looking for an entry. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if you're able to lock in one, two, three percent a day, that's thousands of dollars a day. It you is. Know? So fifteen hundred dollars a week is seventy two thousand dollars a year. Five mm-hmm. business days, like like yeah. let's equate it to a traditional job. That's right. right? right. Seventy two thousand dollars a year. Okay. So that's gonna be about three thousand a check every two mm-hmm. weeks. If you can make that same three K in two days, one day, really, <laughs> you know what I mean? It just changes how you view everything. Yeah. You know, like I was going to get a, uh, a, uh, second job. Yeah. You know, I was really considering getting an overnight job. It was with AAA. Mm-hmm. Great company to be with. The job seemed pretty simple. Like yeah. it wasn't too difficult. It was overnight. And, uh, I was just thinking, you know what? I could do this when I'm currently doing and I could do this too. Mm-hmm. And I can bring in an extra, you know, 60, $65,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing math. I'm like, wait, yeah, that's only 1200 bucks a week. Yeah. I could trade and make 1200 yeah. bucks a week. You know yeah. what I mean? And it just, once you learn that skill set, it changes mm-hmm. how you view yes. the financial world around yeah. you. So. Yeah. That's what I was saying before. You, as a business owner, you always get those ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Like, man, and that back of your mind, it's like, I got all these degrees. I don't give me another job. You think to yourself, mm-hmm. like, no. No. Like, if you really do the math, you're mm-hmm. like, all I got to do is sit back and make three, 400 a day. Yep. And that equates to a whole other career, oh. except I don't have to go to work for anybody. Yep. I can just sit back. Focus. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, going yep. from there. So when you think about that, that's a great analysis. You look yeah. at it, it's like, you know what? I can just sit down and make this money trading. Mm-hmm. And then the crazy part is, yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah. I mean, you think about that as well is that, all right, now, if you just take like three months mm-hmm. and just use your other business income mm-hmm. and let the trading just sit in that account and do this, mm-hmm. now you come back and look at your position size like, I can make two grand a day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Yeah. Then you sit back and that's, so that's how I'm looking at now is doing just making 20, 25 pips. Yep. But trading at like 0.4 and just let it go. Yeah. And you make those 25 pips. That's a thousand dollars. You do it every day. It's like, that's 20 grand a month. Oh yeah. You know I mean, then oh, you yeah. hit like Friday. Friday was nasty. I jumped in Friday. My first trade, my first trade, man, went in too early. Yeah. I was sitting there looking at, I was hoping it was going to be a support break. Mm-hmm. It bounced up. Held it too long. I held it for like 80 pips. Mm. I was like 2,400 bucks lost. Went upstairs, sat with Anya. She got ready to go to school, chilled out, yep. looking at my phone. Oh, saw, yep, saw my second yep. signal. 
jump downstairs, two rand. Yep. Two yep. two grand. So now I'm only down five hundred. Yeah. Chilled out some more. Yeah. Went back and I think I was upstairs talking to the messing with the dog doing dishes. And I mm-hmm. saw my second signal again. Mm-hmm. Got back in again, up two grand. Up yep. fifteen hundred for the day. I'm done. I'm yep. It's a Friday. Yep. Yep. I'm chilling. You know what so, I'm saying? So so with that, and I like to tell everybody this. Be careful trading on Fridays. Yeah. Now, if you know yeah. what you're doing, like you yeah. and I, it's 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 mm-hmm. okay, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want to show you, right? I'm stuck in a trade right now. So so the reason why I said be careful on Fridays is because the markets don't move on the weekend. Crypto does. If you're trading yeah. crypto futures, and yeah. usually those are a lot of international brokers too. Yeah. Um, but if you're trading financial instruments, forex, um, like you said, USD, like if yeah. you're trading any of those, the market doesn't move on Saturday and yeah. Sunday, yeah. right? So I'm locked into a trade right now from uh that's my that's my trade that I'm stuck into. It's oh. gold. You know so I'm, show the, <laughs> I'm stuck in there, man. So hopefully when markets open up on Sunday tomorrow, yep. you know, I'm gonna have to be really, really tight about it because on market openings anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. Like yeah it, it can gap, go, it can go anywhere. Do. Yeah. Right. But definitely, definitely, definitely if you're up or down Close your positions on Fridays. Yep. Yep. Close them out. I, this particular broker, the broker stops movement about 45 minutes before the market closes. Okay. And I didn't know that before yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. that now going forward. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I didn't I didn't know that. So, um, yeah, just be careful trading on, on uh, Fridays and on Sundays. Yeah. When the market opens, opens back up on yeah. Sundays, just just – just, just be careful with it. Yeah, you know, use yeah. caution. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. I have an alarm set on my phone for two fifty-five p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, no, yep. every day. Oh, every day. Every day, because it's back in a. Just hey, with futures, mm-hmm. you can't carry it over. Yeah, because they hit you with that maintenance margin. Yep. So I got yep. that two fifty-five. Yep. I'll be picking on you up from school mm-hmm. and get in the truck mm-hmm. and hey, make sure everything's closed yeah, out. All right, you know what I mean, yep. and go from there. But it, I tell you, man. So learning that stuff mm-hmm. and really, I think once people really get locked in on how to trade. Mm-hmm. If they take their time, they can say, I tell people all the time when I'm trading them over, I say, you know what? I said, guys, you're going to trade for 20 years. Yeah. I said, so taking six months to a year to learn how to trade, it's nothing sure, compared you know, to how long you're going to do it for. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, and if you think about what it can do for you, mm-hmm. you sit back and, like, you got people who, if you look at some of the big-time traders you see on Instagram, mm-hmm. go back two years in their feed mm-hmm. and see what position sizes they had. Yep. They were trading small, yep. and they spent six months of, you know what, I got a regular nine to five. Yep. For these six months, I'm leaving everything in the account. Yep. And the next thing you know, now they can take a 20 grand position. Yep. You're taking 20 grand position, and your signal hits right. You're making like 30, 40 grand on a tiny trade. Yeah, you, yeah. small movement, yeah. small price yep. movement, yep. yep. And you sit back and do that, okay, I did that once this week for 30, and then next week I hit one for 15 grand. Week after that, I hit a 25 grand one. You look up, you made a hundred grand that month. month. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. wow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'm not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's 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 my plan. Yep, that's right. You know, my plan is to be able to bring in five digits plus, five digits plus weekly. Yeah. Right. So on a hundred thousand dollar account, that's ten percent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're depends on how the market's moving, right? Yeah. And don't spread yourself out. Tight losses. A lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of psychology, yes. a lot of trader psychology yeah, involved man. in that, right? Especially yeah. when those numbers start getting a little bigger, you yeah. start, yeah. you start feeling a little different about yeah. it, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, it might be down like 3,200, like, oh man, I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah. I might want to get out of here. Just be patient. Yeah. Trust 
trust the work you put in mm-hmm. to learn what's going on with the price action. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you entered a little early, mm-hmm. right? Or maybe you entered a little late. Now, now it's pullback time. Yeah. But just, just ride it out. If it goes up, it has to go down. Yeah. You know, yeah. and vice versa. If it goes yeah. down, it's going to pull back at some point. Price yeah. never only goes in one direction. Yeah. yeah. You know? So trading psychology is big, big to learn. Learn yeah. to be disciplined. Learn to be consistent, yeah. right? And then just just learn to limit your risk or or manage your risk. I don't want to say limit. Like yeah. I don't like limiting anything or anyone, yeah, right? right? But if you manage your risk to what you're comfortable with, like, look, you know what? I'm okay losing four thousand if I can make twelve. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll see how this works out, yeah. right? And some positions you have to exit early. That's right. Some positions. If you see it just moving, 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 yeah. sometimes I take away my take profit. Yeah. And I just yeah. I manage it, but I just ride it naked, right? Mm-hmm. Until yeah. I mean, eh, all right, it's starting to change. Let me get out. Yeah. And it might go 10, 15 pips past my take profit. Yeah. Right? You know yeah. what I mean? That's what happens. So just yeah. managing your trades actively and just, again, trusting the time and knowledge that you put in to, yeah. to really learning how to trade. Yeah. yeah. That's the same thing that's happened on Friday. So normally, actually, I'm doing between 20, 25 pips. Mm-hmm. But that uh that first trade I lost eighty pips. Yeah. Second trade I made fifty. Yeah. You know what I mean, then the yeah. third trade I made fifty. So he's yeah. like, you just sit back and, but you're looking at the chart. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at support down there. Like you know what, this can really ride. Yep. And I'm letting it ride. Yep. And then when it starts bouncing and get mm-hmm. a little, consolidating. Yeah. Then yep. I took my money out going from there. I was like, all right, it works. And I went yep. around the house screaming like he man. Yep. <laughs> I'm good. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. Yep. when you think about that, and that's why. I just try to encourage, I encourage all of you guys to learn how to trade. Like it, it is a superpower. Yeah, it really is. You sit back now. I don't have to worry about like I mean, if Linwood Holdings is going slow, mm-hmm. Mobile Homes is going slow, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like you know what? Okay, fine. I'm gonna sit back, focus on this market, yep. make my twenty twenty five pips every single day, mm-hmm. and keep doing it. And I'm gonna have all the money I need to make and go from there. And then you can sit back, and this is the wild part: mm-hmm. you can take your money from trading. Just gonna say that. And divert it to yep. everywhere else. Anywhere else, man. So my trading money I put into my wholesaling business. Yeah. You know, so whether that's buying lists or paying for subscription, not even mm-hmm. just wholesaling, my, my real estate business in, yeah. in general, because it costs a lot to be a broker. Yeah. You know, there's there's association fees, licensing fees, insurance. There's all kind of money that it costs to mm-hmm. perform this professional act. That's right. You know? Even when it's not bringing money, it still right. costs money, right? right? So being able to essentially, for lack of a better term, print money from your computer. That's right. But trading, right? That's right. And, it, and I tell people this all the time. It doesn't take a long time to learn it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It does not take a long time to learn how to effectively and profitably trade. That's right. Now, to do that consistently, yeah. it takes a little while, yeah. right, to be able to, to, to lock in a personalized strategy, yeah. right? Yeah. But to learn how to trade, to learn basic principles of price action, it's not that difficult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can, and just like you always say, you can change your whole life in six months. Yep. You know, yeah. six months of just dedicated, just hardcore head down yep. focus and learning and cutting out all the all the BS that's not doing you any good. That's right. Right? That's right. And just really locking into not just into learning how to trade, obviously, mm-hmm. but but locking into the vision of where you want your life That's to be. Right. That's right. And okay, right. what skill sets are going to help me get there? Trading is. I think everybody should should have that in their in their mm-hmm. arsenal. No matter what industry you're in, no yep. matter what 
what you aspire to do or anything like yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. Trading is a skill that will be applicable and able to be done for the, all the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. So I tell people all the time, I say as long as the world is still intact, yeah. we will be able to trade. Yeah. And when you talk about stuff all the time, is that when you can no longer trade, when the market's closed and they're done for life, mm-hmm. we're not worried about money anymore. We're worried about bullets and food. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So as long as we have a functional and, I guess you say, system. yeah, a financial system is lined up, mm-hmm. you will always be able to trade yeah. at any given time. And if you sit back and realize, you know what, make your money, then take that money and do other stuff mm-hmm. with it, buy you some properties where now you know what, and they keep making bread for you. And then going from there, it, it is... Like you're saying, it's wild to think about. Like, you mm-hmm. know what? I can, if I just lock in yep. on my trading, yep. it will fund everything else I want to do. Yep. You sit back and say, I'm making $1,000 a day. Yep. Okay, this week is going to be for this. Yep. Next week could be for this. And you go from there. Like, the last two I'm putting under the mattress. Yeah, or yeah. Right? <laughs> you, sit back like, you know what? Oh, I got to get another car. Or, right. hey, I got to pay for these flyers for these, yeah. these mobile home parks yep. out here. Yep. Or, yep. oh, my membership's coming up again for this over here. I got to go to a conference. All yeah. those things you sit back and just keep doing those, mm-hmm. it's just remarkable. Yep. It really is when you think about that. And so it's it's crazy to me when so many people who really, ah oh, man, I ain't really trying to do that. Like, okay, well, man, I really want to learn. Like, like you said, it's it's not really hard. No, nope. I think the biggest thing about trading though is is mental. Mm-hmm. It is being the master of your mentality yeah. and realizing like, and that's why I tell people, I said sometimes trading bigger is better for you. Because if you're trading smaller, those people make two hundred dollars. Like, man, that ain't no money. That ain't no money. So you keep trading, trying to make a thousand a day. Now, if you really know how to trade, you made fifteen hundred. Like Friday, that's how Friday went. I sat back and made up my first loss. Two, I was up fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Looking at that third symbol, I was like you know what, fifteen hundred is a good day. Yeah, and it's a Friday. Yeah, so you know how it is. If you guys yeah. don't know, if you lose a trade on a Friday. That means you spend the whole weekend salty. Kicking yourself. The whole weekend. weekend. You just can't wait for Sunday and Monday to pop back off. So if you're up on a Friday afternoon, just walk away from the market. Just take that money, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. log off, and have a good weekend. Yeah. Because if you get back in there and you lose, the whole weekend you're salty. Yeah. Or you get stuck in. Like I was showing earlier, you could, that happens too. But also, kind of to your point, if you lose on a Friday, don't be in a rush to make up yeah, for it on Sunday, yeah. especially with market open. Yo, like, you know, yeah. sometimes people lose on Friday, then the market's closed all weekend. They're thinking about, oh, man, yeah. I got to get back in there, man. Yes. This is close oh, to the end of the month. But, and then Sunday comes around, you know, 2, 3 o'clock on Sunday. I think yeah. it opens here like 3.30. 4, four. Yeah. four o'clock, yeah. somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. Um, they want to jump right back in. Yeah. Well, even though we couldn't trade, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Friday night, um, Saturday night, Saturday morning, Sunday. Like, even though we weren't able to make trades, yeah. the market was still moving. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when it opens up, now you have two days of movement that you yeah. don't know what happened. That's you don't right. know where it went. You don't know how it moved. You don't. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. Right? And trying to make up those lost trades, that's the quickest way to lose money. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> it's right. the quickest way to just to just really get ran out of trading, mm-hmm. you know? So the market is ran off of losers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I saw a stat somewhere that said about 90% yeah. of traders are not profit or consistently profitable. Yeah. You know, yeah. you might hit for a couple grand once or twice, but yeah. then, like, you can't – it's not repeatable. Mm. 
You know, you might have caught a spike in the market. You might have caught an anomaly, yeah. right, in the, yeah. in the price action and just, you know, got lucky. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But learning how to consistently yeah. make smart trades, you yeah. know, understanding yeah. structure and things like that. So, yeah. I think when I think about it, like I say, you teach people how to just have their own system. Yeah. And have your system say, you know what, I trade at this time of the day. Mm-hmm. This is how much. This is the risk I use when I'm trading my account. Mm-hmm. This is my signal. Yeah. And I just wait on it. Yep. If it doesn't happen, I can't trade it. If yep. it does happen, once it confirms, this is what I do. Yep. And I make that, and I leave the market, and I'm done. Done. When you deviate from that trading plan, that's when the whole world changes. Yeah. Because now you're trading emotional, mm-hmm. especially like if you lose. Oh man, mm-hmm. if you lose at the beginning, so now. This is the thing. You're normally going for 20 pips every trade, right, mm-hmm. or whatever you're doing. You lost 40, 50. Now you're Stretch trying to – yeah, yeah, you're stretching like, oh. Yeah. And I'll tell you how many times back over the years, bro, I'd be – I'd just take a second trade mm-hmm. and be up. Mm-hmm. And be up and like, yeah. oh, now I'm going to keep holding, keep holding. And it goes back against you, and you don't cash it. No. Nope. Because you're telling yourself – It's going to go back. It's going to go back. Yeah. And now you lose again. You're like, yeah. why didn't I just take right. the bread? Yep. I'd have been good. And it happens. I'm telling y'all, it happens. You got to get to the point to where they said no one ever went broke taking profits. Yeah. I mean, you yep. just sit back and say, man, if it bounces, I'm taking the money, take the money, yep. take the money, and just let it ride and go from there. And I'm telling people, like, if you sit back, this year going to be special. Yeah. They can sit back, get your popcorn ready. Because, yeah. <laughs> man, I finally got my mindset locked in. You know, I mean, I've always done well trading. Right. But this year, I said, man, I'm finna scale. Mm-hmm. That's my plan now is, like, I'm just going to stack. Stack and stack. Mm-hmm. My birthday is in April. All right. My plan is by my birthday, man. Listen, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. yeah this, I'm yeah. just, I'm just scaling. Yep. That's it. I'm sitting back. Yep. No more taking stuff off the top to pay bills. Mm-hmm. I'm letting all my other stuff really pop off and mm-hmm. cover, cover the house. That way, trading can accumulate. Yep. And then now I can really hit that much harder and kind of go from there. I think once you get that position size, then you can sit back, make you a five grand day, a four grand day, and you do that for a month. Yep. That's game changing now. Now you sit back, and now this is the wild part. Then you can get you like a hundred grand account. Yeah, you can be trading with five percent risk. Yeah, and still making two, three grand. That's that's what people don't get about when you trade larger, is you can follow all the risk rules and be under five percent risk. Mm -hmm. But because of your position size, now you're hitting for two, three grand, and you're you're being a super safe trader. Yeah. Like, you're being super safe, but you're making more money than you were before. It's yep. like, man, what happened? Like, I'm just following just, my rules. Yep. Crazy yep. stuff. So crazy I like stuff. to hover around a anywhere between like a 68 and 78% win rate. Yeah. Right? Somewhere in that window. If it goes beneath like 65, I start getting concerned because yeah. now, because I've been trading with my strategy for so long, mm-hmm. when I see that, it's like, okay, well, I'm doing something different. Yeah. Right. Am I am I loss? Am I setting my stop losses too tight? Are my lot sizes too large? Am I trading emotionally? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what am I doing that's deviating me from my consistent trading patterns? Yeah. So just go back and double check yourself, man. I, I I tell everybody that I try to get everybody into trading. Yeah. But I tell yeah. everybody, I'm like, you know what? Each trade is think of it as a business. Mm-hmm. Each, every position you enter, think of it as a small business. And the goal of that small business is to be profitable. 
Yeah. And if it's not being profitable, then you need to reevaluate yes. how this business is operating, right? Did I get in wrong? Did I ride out too long or whatever that may mm-hmm. be, right? Um, and kind of to your point, what you were saying, nobody ever went broke taking profits. Yeah. So remember earlier I said I scale in, mm-hmm. right, into a trade. I also scale out of a trade. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if yeah. I'm in that 3.0 lot, and I don't feel strong enough about it to, yeah. to add those extra kind of smaller positions on the way down or up mm-hmm. or whatever. As I'm in profit, mm-hmm. I'll close out 1.0 yeah. of the lot. That's then right. I'll close out 0. 0.5, 0. Yeah. 0.75, and then move my stop loss all the way up to yeah. my stop loss is in profit. Yeah. So if it does divert, hey, I've taken all this money off the table. Yeah, that's right. This money's sitting in equity now, yeah. right? Yeah. And if it does divert, then my stop loss is still in profit. But once you get to a certain point where you scaled out, scaled out, scaled out, and now you may have, you know, 0.75 or 1.0, 1.25 left in the trade, you've already taken out like two whole lots, right? So your profit margin is good. That's right. You moved your stop loss. Let it ride. That's right. See where it goes. Like, it might surprise you. I've been surprised, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you just let it ride. But it's all about, just like you were saying, man, psychology. Yeah. You know, you have to have discipline. You have to understand when – when you're in a losing trade, it's okay to exit a losing trade. It's not okay to ride in a trade hoping it turns around yeah, and yeah. lose more and more and more yeah. and more and more. Yeah. It's okay to get out of a losing trade yeah. and then just figure out why you lost. Yeah, yeah. You know? so, I think that's the thing about trading is that <clears throat> in this country, we have been taught that we want to be right yeah. all the time. Yeah. Right answers in school, everything yeah. else. Yeah. A losing trade confirms that you were wrong. Mm-hmm. And we have a hard time admitting exactly, that. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. I was reading a book that said we should train our kids. Mm-hmm. That it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. It's if okay you, is that you put that mindset in your kid, they'll be the monstrous trader of all time. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? That was a bad decision right yep. there. Yep. Went against me. Hey, the next one, I'll be better for it. Going mm-hmm. from there. So mm-hmm. I think about that. And once you kind of master the fact, you know what? It's okay to be wrong on this one. Yep. I'll sit back and realize my setup happens four times a day. Yep. I may take a loss with this one. Mm-hmm. I can chill out. And number two, number three, number four, I can systematically make smart trades with those yep. and be just fine for the day and kind of go from there. Yep. So, I'm perfectly yeah. okay being wrong 30 to 35% of the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm okay making 10 trades and being wrong about three of them. Yeah. Three and yeah. a half of them if you want to average. Yeah. yeah. But but with those, they're learning experiences. That's right. You know what I mean? They're, they're opportunities for evaluation and reevaluation. Yeah. So just take the time, really learn your strategy. Yeah. Don't try to trade on everybody else's strategy, right? <laughs> so somebody has something that works for them and it's new to you. Mm-hmm. Don't try to just jump in and just, yeah. well, I'm going to do what he does because he's winning. He's yeah. winning because that's his strategy. That's or she, right. you know, whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, but they're winning because that's their strategy. They have perfected that. It works for their psychology. That's it right. works for their instrument. It works for their, the way that they trade. Yeah. That might not work for you. You know, so learn the fundamentals of price action, the fundamentals of even indicators. You can learn indicators, too. Um, But learn those and formulate your own trade strategy. That way you're not relying on somebody else to to teach you things. Right. Or to or to tell you. Here's when you're supposed to enter. Here's when you're supposed to exit. Mm -hmm. I did that for a while. Yeah. I was paying a guy for uh, GJ signals. Yeah. And uh, they were hitting. Yeah, it was it was off a trading bot. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it was algorithmic trading, um, and they were hitting. Yeah, I, I they were right. Yeah. However, 
as I started watching the charts and learning more about my own technical mm-hmm. analysis, I started seeing there's a lot of money being left on yeah. the table. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of money being left on the table. So a 50, 60 pit move, and he's catching 15 of them. Yeah. Yes, it's stable. Yes, it's yeah. safe. Yes, the win rate is around that 80%, 82, yeah. 85, somewhere in there. But I want, you know, if it's yeah. a 60 pit move, I want to hit yeah. at least 30. Yeah. 35, 40 yeah. of them. I don't need the whole thing, but yeah. I don't want to leave money on the table. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what kind of made me branch out and, and learn my own. Yeah, nice, nice, so. nice. Well, yeah, man, this has been a great show. I mean, yeah, people definitely. don't know how much we love trading. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I want you <laughs> to tell everybody, give people one last tip for trading and then how I can find you on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one last tip for trading. Develop your trading psychology before you develop your trading strategy. Be okay mm. with being wrong. Mm. Accept it and learn from it. Nice, you know? nice, nice. Yep. yep. So on uh, Instagram, you can find me at Bryant underscore buys underscore houses. On, uh, I just got TikTok. Oh, so yeah, recently, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, at the Rehab Realtor on uh, TikTok as well. Nice, nice, nice. But man, I appreciate you coming through for the show, man. Yeah, it's been great. Definitely, yep. definitely. Yep. Well, you guys like this show. This is the Five Hustle Podcast. We love trading. We love real estate. This is how we feel like you can really make money for yourself and for your family going from there. If you're interested in learning how to trade, I made a free 30-minute webinar. I want you to click on my website, fivehustles.com. Click on the webinar. Easy to breeze to go from there. It'll teach you what you need to know about trading, and I'll give you some other options as well, kind of going from there. If you like this show, do three things for me. I want you to like it, follow it, and share it with your friends. Go hustle.